0: Hello everyone and welcome to Meow Mix, a Carolina Panthers podcast. My name is Steven. My name is Jerry. And on today's episode, we will be playing Panthers Santa Claus. Oh, We'll be delivering <laughs> some gifts to the good little boys and men, I guess, of the Panthers organization. Uh, we will preview the Panthers at Colts game a little later on, but... I think right now we. No need to bury the lead. It looks like the Panthers are going to start a new quarterback Sunday against the Colts.
1: Yeah, that's what it looks like. Uh, The news kind of broke on Monday after, you know, another Kyle Allen horrible performance. Even though after the game, he really did. I'm not discussing that and stuff. You know, coach speak. Then Monday, one of the big leakers in the NFL leaked it that Will Greer will get the start this week. So, good for Will Greer. Uh, Third round pick for Carolina this year. A lot of people had him a higher pick, a project that could eventually become a starter. Uh, We'll see how well he does.
0: Yeah, uh, Perry Fuel, the interim head coach for the Panthers, as we all know, had a press conference today, and he did not confirm... That Will Greer would start. He said he will officially name a starter after evaluating Thursday's practice. But here's what he said. He said, we're trying to put Will Greer in a situation to have success. We've tried to get him ready for Indy this week to play. Don't know if he'll start or not. We want him to get reps with the ones so that he would have the timing, voice command, and see how he handled the huddle and see how he executes the plays. So, all but saying that Will Greer is going to start Sunday. I don't yeah. know why he's being so cagey about it.
1: I don't either. Especially considering from the reports at practice is he's getting all the first team reps. So it's not even a hesitation on there.
0: Yeah, that's, it's kind of, I don't like Perry fuel.
1: Oh, I don't either. I, I am so glad we hired Ron Rivera over him <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so many years ago. He seems just, I don't know. He doesn't seem confident in himself. He doesn't. He seems like he already lost the team quickly.
0: Yeah. And I read an article the other day about... And they were talking about Perry Fuel. And they were trying to be nice. But they were... In the the nicest possible way, they were saying that he's kind of an asshole. I could get that. Yeah. So, I'm perfectly fine with him coaching us to a couple more losses. Mm. You know, and get us that nice draft pick. But... I hope to never see him again. I don't. I just. I haven't been impressed at all with what I've seen from him so far, and he's really. He's just not what I want in a coach.
1: Yeah, he's not what I want either. It, he just really. He rubs people the wrong way, like you said. It. I don't know. I. It, he seems to have a lot of coach speak, and people, players that aren't rallying behind him like they did Ron. I, just. I don't know. I don't like the guy as a head coaching option. He may be a great coordinator or a position coach, but head coach feel, he doesn't have it.
0: Hey, it wasn't even that good of a position coach for us this year. I mean, Bradbury was good, but nobody else on the secondaries really stood out.
1: No. Well, Trey Boston, I think, has had a really good season. But Dantes took a step back somehow.
0: Yeah, Dantes took a step back. Trey Boston was fine, but he's exactly what I expected him to be. Hmm. He's exactly what he was the last time he was here. And that's a good player. And I, I kind of hope that they bring him back Yeah, next I year. do too. Um, but yeah, I mean, Greer played in the preseason. Uh, did not look super promising in the preseason. Of course, it is preseason. He's a rookie. I really wow. wouldn't expect him to look amazing. Uh, but he was 34-61 for 385 yards, two touchdowns, and three interceptions. But, you know... We watched some of these games and just came away thinking that we made a huge mistake mm-hmm. by drafting this guy.
1: And then the really reserve to even put him out on the field after Kyle Allen has stunk so bad recently kind of makes you worried why they didn't pull the trigger earlier, especially since you w- put a pick on him. Why not see what he has? So it does make you nervous, but at the same time, right now we're trying to lose anyways. So.
0: Right. I, it, this is a perfect time to put him out there because if he loses, then really that's probably best case scenario. I mean, hopefully he looks good and we still lose. I think it's probably, that's what <laughs> that's most <laughs> most fans probably are really hoping for.
1: Best case scenario. Yeah.
0: Best case scenario is the guy, you know, he comes out and he lights it up, but the defense is so bad that we still get beat. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah.
1: Well, what? let's move on from doom and gloom to something positive. The Panthers have two pro bowlers this year. Woohoo. Uh I'm betting everybody that listens to this show can guess the two without knowing. Luke uh, Keekly and Dante Christian Jackson.
0: Mc- oh, sorry, go ahead. Luke
1: Keekly <laughs> and Christian McCaffrey. Uh we have a couple alternates as well. I'm not it hasn't really come out exactly who was the alternates,
0: but I'm sure DJ Moore is one of them.
1: I don't think he was. I think DJ Moore uh, came on strong late in the season and I don't think it helped his Pro Bowl. But yeah. he is definitely a snub.
0: I, I Well, yardage-wise, yes, mm-hmm. but he doesn't catch a lot of touchdowns and mm-hmm. he's not really a game-changer I don't think. No. I,
1: he has 86 uh, receptions this year. So yeah. I think he's going to Crack a hundred receptions and probably be at thirteen hundred yards.
0: Uh, the only I f- yeah, I think he'll definitely be at thirteen hundred. He might even get fourteen hundred yards. Um, but I, I the, the I guess the NFC is so stacked at receiver, mm-hmm. it's not a surprise that he didn't make it.
1: No, the top five wide receiver in the league for re- receiving yards are all from the NFC South.
0: Yeah, yeah. So of course. Two of them are out now. So I'm sure uh, Godwin probably made the Pro Bowl and he won't play.
1: Chris Godwin did. I yeah. think Mike Evans did too.
0: Okay. So neither one of them probably. Julio
1: Jones and obviously Michael Thomas.
0: Yeah. And Thomas might be in the Super Bowl. So <laughs> he he might get in. You never yeah. know. Um, just because you're not an, an initial alternate doesn't mean that you won't play. Usually, like 100 guys end up, you know, cycling in and out of the Pro Bowl any given season. So.
1: Yeah, he was the only one I could think of that was a real snub.
0: Yeah, I'm trying to think. uh, I mean, who else could there be? Certainly none of the offensive linemen. Probably none of the defensive linemen. Nobody's really stood out. Bradbury could, you know, maybe an alternate. I mean, he's had a good season. But he doesn't have the flashy interception numbers or anything like that. Which is always a little tough sale on the fan vote, especially. Um definitely not the quarterbacks, definitely not Joey <laughs> Sly. Uh you know, JJ Jansen. There there you go. JJ Jansen's the alternate.
1: Yeah, there there <laughs> <laughs> and, and you're absolutely correct, that was it. I was knew it? I, Yeah. <laughs> He's the first alternate. It was the first time that a fan vote for a long snapper took place, and he is the first alternate.
0: Huh. All right. You know, when in doubt, you know, J.J. Jansen is the answer.
1: It's sad he is so solid, though.
0: (laughs) It's kind of funny. I I love bringing him up. Anytime we can give the long snapper some love, it's great.
1: Hey, he does an important job, and he does it well.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, congratulations to – now, let me ask you this. I mean Mm – CMC obviously uh, incredible season will more than likely be an All Pro, mm-hmm. even though technically he wasn't the leading receiver. Or I'm sorry, leading running back, vote receiver in the NFC. But Dalvin Cook was, which yeah. I think a lot of that is because you know the Vikings are playing much better than the Panthers. They're more visible, mm-hmm. but I don't know. That still is a little weird to me. But um, would Luke, you winning?
1: Uh, yeah. Your fans come out in droves to support you. That's true, with, that's true. A, and I think that's a big problem with CMC not getting the first amount yeah, of votes. that's true. He, he
0: was the fifth overall vote-getter mm-hmm. in the entire NFL, so, you know, still pretty good. Um, now, let me ask you this about Luke, though. is Is Luke getting in more of a reputation thing? Because this year, has he been... He certainly hasn't been as dominant as he's been in years past, I don't think. Yes.
1: I'm going to answer your question. I personally believe he didn't have a Pro Bowl year. Just, I don't know if I mentioned exactly this, but it's name recognition. And I think DJ Moore suffered from that on the opposite side, where you see Michael Thomas, you see Julio Jones' name, you know, and... People see, oh, yeah, and click on their name instead of DJ Moore, whose second year team, he didn't have a great first season and his second season came on strong late. So,
0: and I think Bradbury also Mm -hmm. suffers from the name recognition, you know, even though I think he's had a very solid season overall. Mm -hmm. uh, But the fact that he doesn't have, you know, seven interceptions, he only has a couple, I think, and um, but he's shut down you know, the number one receiver almost every week, so, uh, but the Panthers' pass defense is not good, so, you know, he probably gets knocked for that, so, um, yeah, I, I agree, I think Luke definitely is probably getting in more on reputation, although I think he's had a good season, I think he's still top five in tackles, so it's not like he's,
1: no, he's you know, not having a bad season, a I bum. mean, it's, it. it- <laughs> It's a bad Luke Kuechly season. Right. There's a right. there's a difference between that.
0: He maybe he's not an All Pro, but he's still a Pro Bowler. Yeah. And that's that's considered a bad Luke season. So, <laughs> yeah. But um, okay. Well, congrats to those guys.
1: And some breaking Charlotte news happened on Tuesday. Uh, the MLS granted David Tepper an early Christmas gift and awarded him a MLS team. I know that was something he said he wanted to do as soon as he got here in Charlotte. That was one of his big mainstays. And supposedly he's going to pay reportedly 325 million dollars for it. A lot more than the previous teams that have gone in recently.
0: Yeah, um I think initial projections were it was going to be somewhere between 2 and 300 million Mm -hmm. i think the last team was like 175 or something it was nowhere near this
1: i I think it was 200 million
0: okay um but even still that's nowhere near what he's paying i mean he's he's paying a lot of money for this team and i think he's paying all of it out of pocket for the team uh well he's definitely paying all of it out of pocket for the team and then the city is putting up 110 million dollars for some stadium improvements and I think a practice stadium or or something. There's some other um, infrastructure that's going in that the city is putting a lot of money into. So I'm happy about it. I mean, I'm anytime that Charlotte area can get a professional sports league, you know, here, I think that's positive. Certainly for the city.
1: I do too. I I like it. I know I'll go to games. I know people want, Major League Baseball. I personally would never go to a Major League Baseball game, but soccer. I yeah, I, sign me up. I'll go to a few games a year. I like, you know, that type of atmosphere. That's ninety minutes. You know, probably two hours. Every game's going to be completely done. You know, yeah. it's ninety minutes plus five at the end, and that's pretty much all they have.
0: Yeah, so, pretty much. The occasional, you know, overtime or shootout or something like that, but. Uh, I I don't know a ton about soccer, so I'm really excited to kind of learn more about it. And, you know, uh, we can raise our our young children to, you know, Mm -hmm. go to soccer games and stuff like that. So, yeah, I'm I'm stoked. I'm I'm excited about it.
1: And there's also a, they haven't named it yet, but they've trademarked, or somebody close to Tepper has trademarked the following names. Uh, Charlotte Football Club FC, and you'll hear that throw out all these names because that's how uh, professional teams typically name themselves with FC or United. Um, Charlotte Crown Football Club, Charlotte Fortune Football Club, Charlotte Monarchs Football Club, Charlotte Athletic Football Club, Charlotte Town Football Club, Carolina Gliders Football Club, and All Carolina Football Club.
0: I personally like Monarchs. Mm-hmm. I think that's a cool name. It goes with the Queen City theme. Uh, I think it's a cool name for a soccer team. So I, I would, my vote would be Charlotte Monarchs. And I think UE is going to put it up for a fan vote.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, I know you like Monarchs. I don't mind, Marna, mind Monarchs. 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 Yeah. Monarchs. <laughs> Feel like Mars Attack Alien there. <laughs> <laughs> um. I personally like Carolina gliders. It, I don't know why i am just, I I've, I'm fond of that name, Carolina, I guess maybe because of Panthers, you could get both Carolinas in it again. Uh.
0: Yeah. I wonder if, I wonder why he wouldn't go with the Carolina, you know, mm-hmm. first name as Carolina for any of those.
1: Well, most people know the team Manchester United. I did a little yeah. research, and a lot of teams are called United because they're getting they're uniting multiple cities for that team. Right. So I was surprised he didn't put out Carolina United.
0: Yeah, I mean that would be interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, and and just because these are the ones that he or someone close to him has trademarked, that doesn't necessarily mean that these are the only options.
1: Right? You're absolutely correct. So.
0: Um, yeah, I look forward to the fan vote. I think 2021, this 2121 season, is when the uh, team will officially begin play in the MLS. So, yeah, exciting news. Good for Tepper. It's going to give the stadium, you know, another tenant, which is always good. More money coming in for the team. You know, means mm-hmm. a better experience for the fans. Usually, so let's do it. Yeah. All right, um, are we ready to bring some holiday cheer to the Carolina Panthers?
1: Woo! Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> well, Steve and I get to play Santa Claus this year for the Carolina Panthers. We're going to go ahead and go through some carolina panthers players and owners and tell tell you guys what we would give them if we were santa claus so do you want to yeah. go ahead and start off
0: sure um jerry and i have, have main we've done mostly the same people but we have a couple of different guys that we're gonna get individual gifts for mm-hmm. um so i think let's start off with uh let's start off the big man himself david tepper Okay. He's sort of the Santa Claus of the Panthers. Yeah. Right?
1: Even though he what, already got an early Christmas gift.
0: He did with his his MLS team. Um, what are you giving, Lincoln? Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> what are you giving David Tepper?
1: I'm giving him a rock star, innovative head coach. That's what he wants. He, Especially an offensive. I'm going to even say offensive head coach. Because offense will put butts in the seat and make him money. So I think that's what I would give him if I was Santa Claus. And I want to yeah. see it as a Panther fan too.
0: I agree. Uh, I gave him Lincoln Riley, actually. So we're very similar there. I think Lincoln Riley's probably a, a sure thing and exactly what you described as an innovative offensive young head coach who is into analytics. I think it's exactly what Tepper's looking for. So mm-hmm. he you know Riley is just sitting under Tepper's tree right now. Just waiting. <laughs> just waiting.
1: All right. Now... All
0: right. Merry Christmas, David.
1: <laughs> moving on, I went Luke Keekley the stalwart okay. that he is. I'm giving him a great defensive coach that brings back the 4-3 defense for him.
0: That's funny. I have defensive coordinator who runs a 4-3 defense. <laughs> this is great what minds. I have written down. <laughs> great mind. Yeah, uh, Luke obviously has done his best work every season up until this one where mm-hmm. we kind of switched to some weird hybrid 3-4 BS that just didn't work.
1: So. Yeah, and my I almost gave him a nice big defensive tackle that would chew up those uh, offensive linemen to let him room free again.
0: There you go, that's a stocking stuffer for Yeah, me. a yeah. real stuffer. Yeah, a <laughs> stocking run stuffer. Yeah. Um, all right, let's move. Uh, let's move to James Bradbury. Okay. I think we both have him. Uh, I have given James Bradbury a four-year, forty-four million-dollar contract.
1: Oh, ah, we're thinking the same lines. I gave him a five-year, fifty-three million-dollar contract. Oh. <laughs> so yeah, we're <laughs> very similar.
0: We're just, you're, you've got give him slightly less per year, but I gave him one less year. So
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. Congratulations, James! I think he's earned it, and I think, I think right around that between ten and eleven million dollars is a pretty good. I do too. Deal for him, for him, and for us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Who Who's next?
1: I have uh, Christian McCaffrey.
0: Okay. Uh, <laughs> why don't you tell me what you gave Christian?
1: I gave Christian a relaxing spa day, an all-expense-paid spa day, and a hyperbolic chamber because he's shouldered this offense all season long. I want him relaxed. I want him healthy. You know, I want his muscles tender because we're going to need him next year. And I just want to keep him healthy. And I think that would help. Uh,
0: I, I went along the same lines. I gave him the LeBron James body management program. Mm -hmm, So, you know, LeBron is taking a ton of punishment in the NBA. The guy's never injured. And it's the 17th season, and he's playing just as well as he ever has. So and, you know, if we could get McCaffrey for half that amount of time, it would be a huge success. So, yeah.
1: Yeah, same thought process. Yep. Uh, moving on, I have Shaq Thompson.
0: Okay, I do not have Shaq Thompson. I feel like he just got his big Christmas present with that nice contract extension.
1: And I thought that, and that kind of files in what I was going to give him for Christmas. Okay. A giant piggy bank
0: I was going to say a big fat <laughs> wallet <Yeah.
1: laughs> uh, okay, Alright
0: No problem um, Let's go with uh, Cam how about, how about Cam Newton
1: I'm just giving him a healthy 2020
0: Damn it Jerry <laughs> I have a healthy 2020 That's exactly what I have written down <laughs> That's a gift to all Panthers fans yes. Let's be honest That's not just for camp. Um, All right, well.
1: I have uh, DJ Moore next.
0: Okay, I don't have DJ Moore on my list at all. So what do you have for DJ?
1: Kind of back to us talking about the Pro Bowl snub and, you know, how he's really come on late. I want to give him some media recognition. I want maybe a couple articles written about him, just, you know, how he's improved this year. What I mean, he's a second-year player, and he's third in the league in yards. That's pretty impressive. With Kyle Allen throwing to you.
0: So you're giving him a publicist.
1: Yes, pretty much.
0: <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Alright, well, let's move to one I know you don't have on your list. Uh, Joey Sly. Mm-hmm. I, I feel know. like Joey, he deserves a little bit of, uh, uh, you know, love. He's, he's filled in pretty well for us this year. He's had a couple of bad games, but, uh, you know, Joey, I'm giving you some luggage. I think Joey's probably going to be moving on after this season yeah so i'm giving him a nice set of luggage to pack his belongings (laughs) and uh we'll see you down the road joey
1: (laughs) maybe if our kicker gets hurt we'll call you back
0: yeah there you go
1: (laughs) oh that's a great one uh next i have greg olson
0: okay i've got greg as well and i bet we gave him the exact same damn thing i do too go ahead I gave him a nice, brand new microphone, is, he's going to be doing some broadcasting next year.
1: I have a nice sport jacket for the oh, broadcast player.
0: Okay. <laughs> well, <laughs> together we've given him everything he needs.
1: And I'm going to go ahead and say my sport jacket's going to be emblazed with ESPN, because I think he gets that
0: Monday night. Later. Oh, I was going to ask you, who who's the uh, crest on that jacket? Okay, nice. Yeah. I think ESPN's probably, yeah. And I'd love to hear him, actually, in Monday Night Football because I'd love to get rid of the guys that are currently yeah. there.
1: And I don't think it's necessarily a gift because from the few times he's broadcast, he's earned it.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, all right. I think maybe the other guy we both have is Dante Jackson.
1: That's my last one.
0: Okay. Uh, who? What do you have for Dante?
1: I gave him... I, I'm spending a lot of money this year at Santa Claus. Oh, I'm giving him a whole film room and a therapist.
0: Nice. <laughs> nice.
1: The film room is so he can go in there, study, and get better in the offseason. Because if he plays like he did this year, he's not going to be on the team again. He's going to be gone.
0: Yeah. I gave uh, I gave Dante a lump of coal. <laughs> he does not get a present this year. He's been a naughty, naughty boy.
1: See, I'm trying to improve him. With I also gave him a therapist, like I said, because I think he needs to talk somebody and not, not the media.
0: <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. All right, I've got one more. You, you're done. Mm-hmm. Um, Marty Herney, I believe he uh, he put together a pretty good team this year, even though it didn't pan out. I think the injuries, injury bug got us, but uh, Marty deserves a gift, and I'm giving him the number six overall pick. Ah. Marty, Marty has absolutely killed it with first-round picks in his pretty much his entire career with Carolina. I can really only think of one or two, yeah, two or three maybe that of just busts.
1: Jeff Otah, but that was an injury bust.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think he uh, he deserves it, and I'm excited to see what he does with it. So, number six pick, there you go, Marty. Congratulations. Merry Christmas.
1: And Merry Christmas to all our listeners, and we'll be back in just a short second. Or two.
0: <laughs> Hi, my name is Melissa, and I'm the host of The Haunted Ride, a paranormal and spiritual podcast. Every week I share some of my own personal stories and a few of yours as well. We talk about things from spirits to ghosts, demons, angels, cryptids, or any experience that just seems a little too weird, and you honestly can't call it normal. What if you communicated with a ghost? you feel other people's emotions? Maybe you're questioning if you're an empath, medium, or could even be a psychic. Well, we cover that too. So join me every Monday on your favorite podcast player and tune in as we talk about all the great and sometimes scary things that happen through this haunted journey we call life. Because ghosts are out there. And if you're not careful, they will get you. we are back time to talk about the next Panthers game next to last the penultimate Panthers game of the year week 16 Panthers visit the Indianapolis Colts and we will kick this off with a look at the injury reports Uh, Panthers starting to get a kind of a longer injury report uh, again but uh, we'll start with Indianapolis the following players did not practice for Indianapolis on Wednesday Danico Autry Malik Hooker, Kenny Moore the second, Quincy Wilson. So the various injuries there. Uh, and Anthony Walker was limited in practice. He's a linebacker for them. For the Panthers. Uh, let me take a deep breath here because it's a long list. <gasps> the following players did not practice on Wednesday: Reggie Bonifun, Mario Addison, Marquise Haynes, Gerald McCoy, Garrett McGinn.
1: Begin. There's a name.
0: <laughs> There's a name you haven't heard before. Uh, Eric Reed, Christian McCaffrey, Shaq Thompson. So Christian McCaffrey is just a rest as usual. Mm-hmm. Um, Shaq's listed with an ankle, which uh, uh, that's new. He's not usually on the injury report. Uh, Eric Reed, a shoulder. It's sort of been all season with him. Uh, the rest of the guys, I think, are. I mean, Marquise Haynes with a knee. Gerald McCoy with a knee um bonifin is listed as illness so imagine he'd play uh the big news here though is greg olson full practice participant
1: yeah he cleared concussion protocol so that's good i'm really glad that hopefully that concussion was not his last game uh again i'm predicting he's gonna retire at the end of the season and go into the broadcast booth yeah so i want to see him suit up one more game at least one more game and catch another touchdown pass or something
0: yeah i think he'll be out there these last two games barring some other injury which hopefully will not happen so that is the injury report um the line on this game the colts are actually favored by seven points which is a little surprising because they're only one game better than us in the standings
1: and they've been struggling recently too they started out pretty hot and grew right. down
0: yeah it is in indianapolis so i mean but still, that's that's a pretty nice spread for them. Um, the over under is forty six in this game. I'm seeing a lot of predictions of under that uh, total, so it'll be interesting to see there. Uh, actually, Carolina is five and one all time against Indianapolis, which is kind of interesting because Peyton Manning was with Indianapolis for a long time, mm-hmm. and then Andrew five, Luck. I mean, let's yeah, yeah uh, we're five and one against them. Uh, the last time we played them was twenty fifteen, a game which we won. Well, Actually, yeah. that was a overtime uh, yeah overtime game, uh, kick at the last second, I believe. Hmm. So I think I think we were at that game. Uh, sh- it was raining because uh, every game we go to is raining.
1: Yeah, uh, but it, uh, yeah, yeah.
0: I, I I distinctly remember that game November second twenty fifteen, and I don't even have that d- date in front of me, but I remember that game.
1: I, I, I might have been cold and forgot it.
0: <laughs> we did win that game, so yeah. Uh, yeah um, I think obviously.
1: Oh, I do oh. remember it. Sorry, yeah. Sorry, yeah. listeners. I just clicked okay. in my head because I remember a wide open Ted Ginn dropped the ball, and yeah. I was. I was already walking out of the stadium because I was sitting down. As soon as he threw it, I was started walking out of that stadium because I thought that was a touchdown, and he dropped it.
0: Yep, yep, that's the game. Um, <laughs> I just remember it being kind of miserable because it was just raining and it was cold, mm-hmm. and yeah, it kind of sucked. But uh, hey, you know, I, we did win, um, and that was of course the the season where we won quite a bit. So obviously the big thing to watch in this game is will greer right Mm -hmm. i mean there's really is there any other reason for the panthers fans to tune in if you're not watching will greer or christian mccaffrey
1: not really um (laughs) i mean that's what
0: i'm excited to see i'm excited to see will greer
1: i am too um That's pretty much really all that <laughs> Panther fans need to watch for. Really.
0: All right. Well, we'll be back on Sunday. <laughs>
1: <laughs> now let's go over some of the stats for the Colts and the Panthers and discuss some things. Uh, the Colts are 24th overall on offense, 27th in passing, only averaging 204 yards per game. They're a lot better, surprisingly, rushing the ball. Uh, ninth in rushing, 127 yards per game, and average 21 points a game. So, obviously, stopping the runs going to be the main focus, which we can't do anyways. Um, and then try to get pressure on Jacoby Brissett, who seems to have taken a step back from the beginning part of the season as well.
0: Yeah, he started out where nobody was missing Andrew Luck at all. No. And they, he's kind of come back to earth a little bit. Uh, you mentioned their running game, Marlon Mack, their main running back. Is He's sort of one of those running backs that you don't hear about a lot nationally, but... Is actually pretty good, Mm -hmm. so he uh, will certainly run for at least 125 yards against the Panthers because everybody does, and he's actually more skilled than a lot of the guys that we go up against, so uh, I fully expect the Panthers, who are giving up 140.2 yards per game, 5.2 yards per carry, Mm -hmm. dead last in the league, Mm -hmm. to give up a ton of rushing yards again.
1: Yeah, I, I don't. I don't expect it to change. Um, we just can't stop the run, point blank. No. The best thing to do is just rush the passer. Hope that we can slow down the run. Uh, now, speaking of our defense, I know I've been very critical about not seeing Brian Burns out there. Now, one of our listeners emailed into the Meow Mix Mailbag at gmail.com, dot com, and sent us a link to an article where Perry Fuel discussed it about last week how he only had seven snaps. Fuel said, it's just the rotation that the D-line coaches use. We tried to get him on some situational football. It's neither here nor there. Sometimes he gets more, sometimes he gets... No, your first-round pick should not get seven snaps in a losing season. I don't care. Uh, Perry Fuel, again, this is back to Perry Fuel not needing to be a head coach because this is just BS hard and simple. If you're worried about your, his, you know, stopping the run ability, who, who cares? We're giving up 150 yards already. It's not like he's going to make a big difference. What are they going to average? 157 instead of 153 yards per game.
0: We're five and nine. Yeah. Get, let the guy go out there and play. Let him get some reps. Mm -hmm. I mean, who, Bruce Irvin does not need reps. Bruce Irvin is going to get a contract next year somewhere, mm-hmm. regardless of what he looks like the next two games. Brian Birds needs to get out there and play. Yeah. And when he's played, he looks good.
1: Yes, <laughs> absolutely. This is just asinine thought process. I Again, you said it, Bruce Irvin's going to get a contract. And, okay, he may be a liability against the run. So has the whole defense, like I've said, and what's a better way for him to actually get better? Playing.
0: Yeah, he needs some tape. Yeah. He needs to be on tape and be able to watch what he's doing out there that is good and what is he's doing out there that's bad.
1: Oh, that time I didn't cut take the inside. Okay, I need to make, make sure I guard that better next time. Right. That, uh...
0: Now, Perry Fuel doesn't care because Perry Fuel is not going to be here next year. Mm-hmm.
1: I'm still you going know, back so, to my thought that he should be fired and the player should coach.
0: <laughs> I I hope that Tepper has you know made it clear that he wants to see these young guys playing mm-hmm. this year. And I think that's why Will Greer is going to play, actually. I think Tepper may have stepped in and been like, listen... You know, we need to see what's going on. We're going to have a high enough pick to where we could get one of these top three quarterbacks. More than likely, we need to see if that's something that we need to pursue seriously, or if Will Greer comes out and looks like he's improved over the preseason enough to where, you know, maybe we roll with him next year. If you know you can't trade up, or if you know the top three are picked before the Panthers pick, mm-hmm. you know, then maybe you wait another year
1: exactly. and you see what
0: you have with Will Greer. But I think right now they have no idea what they have in Greer. Uh, Obviously, they've seen him in practice, but we're talking about practice, practice, practice is different. Yeah, <laughs> I mean we saw we saw Kyle Allen in the preseason, and he looked bad. And then the first first four or five games of this season, he looked fine. Yeah, he looked really good. So Will Greer could come out and look just as good, if not better. He's got a better arm than Kyle Allen. So. I,
1: Agreed. I want to see Brian Burns so much more. Against the run, against the pass, I want him out there as much as possible. The guy is fast. He's strong. I want to see it. There's no reason why we shouldn't.
0: Yeah. He got hurt at some point in the middle of the season, and then they just forgot about him. Mm -hmm. He fell out of the rotation. They never put him back in.
1: And he's a first-round pick. That's just so stupid.
0: A first-round pick that had a ton of hype going into the middle of the season he was right up there with who, Bosa mm-hmm. as a defensive player of the year or defensive when, rookie of the year.
1: When we played them I think he had more sacks than Bosa or right around the same amount. Like maybe yeah. one going either way.
0: The guy is uh the guy should definitely be out there. So I'm uh, I will be very interesting interested to see the snap counts for him after this game. I fully expect him to play 50% or more of the snaps.
1: Let's hope now let's look at their defense and see how we match up. And Will Greer especially can match up. Now they're sixteenth overall on defense, so they're pretty good. What's worse, they're twelfth against the pass. So Well, yeah.
0: But that's not you know, that's middle that's average, they're, right? They're, slightly slightly better than average. It,
1: they're giving up two hundred and forty nine yards per game. So yeah. not a horrible amount, you know.
0: It could be a worse matchup for Will yeah. Greer in his first start.
1: Yeah, most definitely. And they're twenty fourth against the run, so they're giving up hundred yards per game, or hundred yards per game and twenty three points a game. So I think you use Christian McCaffrey to pl- set up play action, give Will Greer time to throw. That I think that's just a game and that you have to use. No throwing on first down every time this time.
0: Yeah. Why don't you play a smart? game plan mm-hmm. like we should have been playing all season is run Christian McCaffrey, use the run game to set up the pass, like you said, do some play action, do some rollouts, you know, give Wilger some time in the pocket to pass, let him use McCaffrey as a a uh you know an option in the passing game, certainly as a safety valve, as mm-hmm. cam would say um I mean. <sighs> There's a way to run this offense that is not difficult, right? You would think (laughs) so. There's no reason to go just crazy with your packages. Like we have a great running back. We have a very good wide receiver and we have speed all over the place. Let's, let's let's just do that. Let's
1: utilize it.
0: Yeah. Uh, I don't get it. I don't either. Uh,
1: Well, do you have any bold predictions for this
0: game? Yeah, I think um, I think McCaffrey kind of goes crazy in this game. Mm-hmm. I think he, I think, and I think he goes crazy in the receiving game actually, because he's what 170 something yards away from getting a thousand receiving yards. Mm-hmm. So I think he ends up with about 13 receptions in this game for 140 yards. <laughs> I think he, I think he goes, and I think he has a pretty good rushing game too. I think he's well over 200 yards from scrimmage but i think he's gonna have a career day receiving
1: okay yeah he's 186 yards away from a thousand thousand okay so not
0: out of his range i think he gets a lot of those in this game
1: okay he it's funny how we both were sitting there chiming in on we need to run the ball take care of the clock that's how we win i think greg olson has a good game oh I, I'm going to have him have probably his last 100-yard game with two touchdowns.
0: Oh, wow. That's bold, uh, but, you know, a young quarterback goes to a tight end. I mean, that's you know, a big guy in the middle of the field, so Oh, not, sorry. 125 not then. Uh, well, I'm, no, I think what you've said is great because he's only had, like, what, 100-yard game this year? Yeah. So I think that is a bold <laughs> prediction. And two touchdowns, you know, Will Greer throwing two touchdowns is a bold prediction. Mm -hmm. So.
1: And that um, leads us into our
0: beer bet of the week.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So with Will Greer starting, we thought we had to use Will Greer as our beer bet of the week. Of course. For them giving up an average of 249 yards per game, I said I think Will Greer will throw over 260 yards per game.
0: I think he'll he'll go under. Uh, I think uh, we're going to use McCaffrey a ton. I've already said I think McCaffrey is going to get a lot of receiving yards. I don't think anybody else is going to get a lot. I think they're going to go to McCaffrey early and often. They're going to run the ball a lot. So I'm going under that 260.
1: I'm going over because the Turner, some reason, we're, are going to make him pass 40, 50 times this game. <laughs> You're probably
0: right. <laughs> we should have said over under 50 passing attempts. <laughs> we both would have gone over. Yeah.
1: I was going to say, we uh, would have had to set it like <laughs> closer to like 48.
0: Right. <laughs> oh, man. All right. So given all that, do you have any predictions for this game?
1: I've got to predict the game. That's part of our thing. I think, I I don't want this to happen. This is really weird. I think the Panthers win this game. I think, yeah. I think it's gonna be close, but I think we're gonna win this game thirty to twenty six.
0: I think the Panthers. Here's what I'll say. I think the Panthers actually should win this game, but I don't think they will. Mm-hmm. Just because I think it's in Indy. I mean, I know it's in Indy, um, <laughs> obviously. But uh, I think, I think, I think it's gonna be a close game. I think the Panthers will lose 24-23. and I'm okay with that because I think, you know, I hope Will Will Greer has a good game and they lose. I mean, that's what I that's what I hope for. Yeah, I too. Uh, so twenty four twenty three Colts, huh,
1: six round pick <laughs> or six yeah, six number overall. six pick.
0: <laughs> So we could actually, uh, we could actually be anywhere from the fifth overall pick to the eighteenth overall pick, depending on what happens the next two games.
1: Yes, exactly. That's why we're. So cheering... that's
0: why it's so important that we lose.
1: Yes. So Ugh. anybody out there who says we're not real fans because we're cheering from the lose, yeah, we're thinking we're fan. We're thinking yeah. t- next year and the year after's. Nothing. We're
0: fans of the Carolina Panthers, not just the twenty nineteen Carolina Panthers. Yes.
1: Uh. As always, we want to thank everyone for listening. Uh, You can follow us on Twitter at Meow Mix Podcast or email any questions or comments to meowmixmailbag at gmail.com. Just like Brian sent us that uh, article earlier, which was great. Thank you, Brian. Thank you. And that's all we have for today.
0: Yeah, we will be back on Monday, I guess, Sunday, late Sunday, early Monday with our recap of Panthers-Colts and any other news that might come up between now and then. But uh, until then, everybody, keep pounding. Feliz Navidad. I want to wish you a Merry Christmas.